This is episode 18 of Dead Letter Radio. I'm your host as always, Taze, and this is Your Words, Your Podcast. I'm still getting used to saying our slogan, but this podcast is featuring all of you guys who submitted your work, whether poetries, letters, short stories, or everything in between. Uh, This podcast features all that. I just give it a voice and a platform. Really, you guys are the star of each and every episode. So, I'm hoping everyone is having a great start to April. I'm very excited. Um, Right now, looking at the weather, on this release day, Sunday, April 4th, we're looking at a high of 59 degrees Fahrenheit. It's finally getting warm. Partly cloudy, but I can deal with that. I'm also very excited because um, I finally got my motorcycle on the road. I already took it out on a few day drives. Did learn that 40 degrees or so, about an hour's riding, is about as much as I uh, comfortably like to put up with in the current gear I have. Um, but I'm very thankful warm weather is out and about, um, and I'm able to get out of the house and do a little bit of that to pass some time. So that's been a lot of fun. Outside of that, um, I hope everyone's staying safe. I know we're a year into the pandemic, just a little over a year, and hopefully uh, things have uh become not as difficult for you on your end as I like to put it if you're able to get vaccinated great you know if you're still waiting you know stay safe be patient Uh, hopefully we're at the end of this arduous year and we can get back to our previous normal though maybe a little different after everything has happened anyways that's enough rambling from me so this episode As in every episode, we have really great pieces submitted um, from various writers. Some of the pieces I included too, I mean, I like them as well, but I also included them because I think it kind of tackles the different ways we can go about writing, uh, going about creating creative writing. And I know sometimes writer's block can be a really challenging thing to overcome, so I wanted those included and give you a little background on how the people went about writing them maybe give you some ideas on do for your free time either as an exercise or just a way to have fun or to try to overcome that titan known as writer's block and so we may as well just get right into it then and this first piece is one that i hope encourages all of you whether you're in good times or bad and to let you know that you are not alone this is a letter Written by ColoredBlue07 on Reddit. Just hang in there, love. I'm going to take care of everything. You just rest a while and let me carry your heavy load and mine. I can handle it. I'm strong. If they lay one hand on you, I'll beat their asses. If you need to cry, then I'm right here. We can lay in bed all day and watch sappy movies if you want. I'm not going to leave you. So thank you, Colored Blue, uh, for letting me read out your letter. As uh, Colored Blue said when I was talking to them as well, a a lot of people, and unfortunately there's a lot of cases, and sometimes the majority, don't necessarily get that reassurance of love and affection and support that is really needed. And that can really help us uh, know that we're not alone, that... Someone will always be there for us. So Colored Blue took it into their own hands and wrote this very lovely letter uh, to share with everyone. And I want to uh, reaffirm 
about what they said. I want to emphasize it, that you're not alone. I might be just a voice on a podcast, but I am wishing the best for all those who are listening, uh, those who are struggling, those who are trying to move forward step by step, those who maybe have taken a few steps back, or those maybe who are stuck in one place, that I am rooting for you. I'm sure there are others, whether uh, it's friends or family, or maybe some are not as vocal as about, it, about it as maybe they should be. Um, at the end of the day, you're not alone. You have me, you have others, you have yourself. And so it's okay to let someone else help you if need be. It's okay for you to take a break and rest a while. And it's okay to cry and let it out if you uh, feel overwhelmed. If you need to take a rest day, and as, a, as Color Blue says, and lay in bed all day and watch sappy movies, that's alright too. Life is crazy, and we all have to uh, navigate it. So, if you need help, we're here for you. Thank you, Color Blue, for letting your letter be shared. This next piece is by Salam Ode, and it is called sewing as lessons in love. Thimbles do an adequate job of doling the bittersweet pain of sharp steel and heartache. The longer it takes you to make that dress, the better you'll know its quirks, and the longer you'll adore it. Patches in the knees, thighs and elbows show little else than a friendship anchored and tragedy conquered. There's no shame and reaching for that seam ripper. To forgive is to view a dropped stitch with tender eyes, surrender, and loosened ties. So slow, though a machine is made available, only patience can make one feel loved and irreplaceable. Patterns don't always know best. If the fit in the mirror fails to spark a flame, you are not to blame. And, though you fear letting go, threads unmeant for you are someone else's treasure. And finally, if your thimble shifts and the needle dips into your skin, let the taste of blood remind you of your life, vibrant in its redness, authentic in its metallic flavors, and completely and utterly yours. So thank you so much for sharing uh, this poem, Salam. Now, when I was speaking with them uh, regarding their uh, inspirations about it and uh, what their motivations were for writing it, uh, they had this to say, which I think is uh, a good uh, thing to keep in mind uh, when you're trying to figure out what to write or if you want to experiment with a new uh, workflow to go about creating something. They said, a lot of my creative projects have been based on trying to turn art from one medium to another. For example, one of my projects was focused on turning haikus by Basho into watercolor paintings. And so in further discussion with them, they relate how they took a class that also involved sewing, and they wanted to translate that as much as they loved that new medium they stumbled upon into a poem. And they did so, and it kind of changed from one of love in its sense of relationship to the idea of self-love. 
but I really wanted to focus on that idea and how cool and interesting that is uh, to do that transfer of medium. Um, to look at a painting and write a poem, but even to get more uh, abstract or crazy with the two things you choose, chose as Islam used sewing and the art and beauty of that and translating to a poem. And so I just think that's really cool. And another great example of how poetry, uh, specifically poetry, but also you can apply it to any other medium, but in poetry, there's always that innate idea that it has to um, be motivated from heartbreak or motivated from romance or motivated from tragedy. Uh, but sometimes it can just be inspired by other mediums or maybe quote-unquote things you would consider simple that you find. Uh, so I just wanted to really share this piece too as a great example of use everything around you to write. Uh, grab inspirations from all facets, even if uh, maybe it seems mm, odd to you to write a poem about something. Uh, expand the world with your words and paint it in different hues. Uh, it's really endless possibilities when it comes to writing. And alongside that, this poem also uh, has a great uh, flow to it and descriptions when it comes to self-love and, and to accept yourself. I really did like the uh, part in it near the beginning uh, where it says, Patches in the knees, thighs and elbows show little else than a friendship anchored and tragedy conquered. And the other line that really stood out to me was, let me see here, is that though you fear letting go, threads unmeant for you are someone else's treasure. And so I think those two lessons really are, at least what I got from it, was one, it's okay to have scars and bruises. Um, that means you survived. And two, uh, sometimes, at least I took this in the context of a relationship with someone else, sometimes it just doesn't work out. And that's okay. It's okay to move on from that. Is someone else, just like how someone can be someone else's treasure, you can be, you will be someone else's treasure as well. Anyways, I think I talked, I can go on more about it, but um, thank you so much for sharing this poem. This next one is by Jacob Deren, and it is called Alone in a Crowd. The people here are thick, and not just in the head, but in number two. It's definitely cold enough to drive away any thin-headed folk. I can smell the gin on the girl writhing next to me and recognize it as the cheap fare you get when you want to be drunk and don't care how it happens. She brushes against me and I give her a shove not intended to be playful, but which she inevitably interprets as flirting. Want to get out of here? She exhales into my face along with a distillery's worth of ethanol condensation. But I'm ignoring her. A faint melody is starting up in the distance, one I'm all too familiar with. It's getting dark, and I can't see where it could be coming from. I find myself pulling people out of my way as I try and find the source, my palm making contact with shoulders of all different types, rough, smooth, clothed, and bare. The crowd isn't endless, nothing is, and I break through to the other side where only a few people are milling about, 
and one guy standing awkwardly with his phone raised above his head, blasting the dulcet tones of Nat King Cole. A tear slides out of my eye and freezes on my cheek as the lyrics begin. Smile, though your heart is breaking. And I whisper her name, Lucy, under my breath. So thank you, Jacob, uh, for sharing this piece. One, I just really like set pieces like this um, that are its own captured scene where you can derive any conclusions you want from it, but it really sucks you in uh, to that moment. But two, this is one of the other pieces I chose as well as being a way to um, expand your creativity in a way or challenge uh, the monster known as writer's block. Or maybe if you are new to writing and you just don't know where to start, um, it could be good to do exercise like this. Uh, because Jacob brought out to me that this was an exercise that they did um, where you'd make a story using 10 sentences. So it was a 10 sentence story and they did found inspiration and I counted this is 10 sentences. And so it's another way sometimes doing these, at least in my experience, um, these specific guidelines or challenges that almost can feel a little bit smothering, but makes you really work uh, your creativity and to bring to life this idea you have um, without it getting out of control and becoming overwhelming because you have guidelines and a border to fill. It's not an endless canvas. It's a specific window you're trying to paint. So I thought, Jacob, this is a really great example of that, and I really like the piece as a whole. So if you have free time and you're at home listening and maybe you have an idea kicking in your head that you wanted to kind of write out but didn't know exactly which direction to go with, maybe try the 10-sentence story. And if it keeps growing to become something bigger, then let it become something bigger. But this is a great way to start and get an idea on paper. This next piece is by FionnCake716 on Reddit, and it is titled, Ode to a Working Mother. You held me at an arm's length away when I reached for a hug. Because your scrubs were full of work, grime, blood, sweat, and tears. The life of the people you care for, bathed, held, medicated, all night. While I stayed home, alone, alright, tucked in tight, in a big house, in a nice town, paid for by your sacrifice. Your voice on the phone so tired and quiet every night at break time, 11 p.m. Did you brush your teeth? What did you eat? So close and so far, so present and so distant. A 20-minute drive, now many years gone in this big divide. My blood, my tears, my mother, our provider. You held me at an arm's length away, here I stay. Words never said while you rested in bed, tears that never shed. Alone, all right, and knack, good night, tucked in tight. I'm okay, mom, good night. An arm's length away, here I stay, thirty years to this day. An arm's length away, because you taught me this way. So thank you, Fiona and Cake, for sharing 
this piece, Ode to a Working Mother. This one really made me think about my own childhood and growing up. And while um, it's not always the case, I don't think it's specifically with this poem, uh, being raised in my uh, experience by a single mom, it, a lot of the lines of the poem definitely reminded me of the feelings of childhood. Not necessarily that there was an all-purposeful coldness at times or anything, but uh, when you have uh, one parent providing care for you and the rest of the family, they keep food on the table, uh, the house over your head, power on, and juggling all that and whatever other responsibilities they have going, uh, sometimes you can feel that distance uh, as uh, you put in the poem at arm's length away. And you do appreciate everything they do. You're tucked in tight in your big house in a nice town, paid all by sacrifice. They still check on you. Uh, but at least in my experience, it does uh, build that kind of space. And not all cases. I'm just only speaking in my own personal one. Where I think you kind of grow to be sometimes uh, independent focused uh, because of this sacrifice. And so I just think this is a great piece that showing all that a mother uh, will do for their child and their family and the blood and sweat and tears they'll put into it, the time and the sacrifice, sacrificing being with those they love. Uh, and especially if you work in the healthcare industry or field as uh, the mother in this poem does. Yeah, sometimes it can make things feel a little bit of a space. Um, but that does not mean that there's a lack of love there either. It's just different circumstances. I guess I'm trying to get at So this this piece kind of made me get into my own head a little bit and really think about uh, where I come from and my upbringing. And um, that just because it's different doesn't necessarily mean that there's a lack of love, even though there might feel a space. Sometimes that's part of the sacrifice, unfortunately. Um, but they're still your mother. <laughs> or your father, if it's that case, or some people are raised by the grandparents or brother and sister, and that sacrifice is still a show of their love in a lot of ways. Uh, so thank you, Fiona and Kate, for uh, sharing this piece. This next one is by Emma Jacobs, and you can actually find uh, some of the work at emmajacobs.substack.com, where they share some of the writing and tips and things of that nature. So if you're looking to grow as a writer, uh, I definitely recommend checking it out. And this piece is called And Just Like That. And just like that, in the haze of time apart, she must have stepped into a new phase, into folds of silence. There could be no alliance. Her sadness must have boiled over and tipped over until the overflow became indecent exposure. From the other side, she couldn't understand her chide, excavating her insides, trying to find the right bait to apologize. Like a fair-skinned child sitting in the sun's beam, blending into the white, their affinity paled, and they can no longer be seen. Thank you, Emma, for sharing this beautiful poem, though we discussed it a little bit about the inspiration of it being the breakdown in a friendship and not being sure exactly how it happened or how to fix it. 
And so I really thought you captured this really beautifully and eloquently because how many times do we grow up and we have best friends? Now, some people do hold on to best friends for lifelong, and then other times you have best friends or really good friends, and not because anyone did anything wrong or someone wronged the other or a tragedy happened or anything like that. Sometimes it's just one day you guys are hanging out all the time, talking all the time. The next day it's a little less. Next day it's a little less. And eventually your acquaintances. And then maybe one day strangers who are on two different sides of the planet. Or and sometimes the other is only brought up in fleeting moments because the memory gets digged up in conversation. And it's just it's an odd thing how someone can be so big in our life and then become so small. And I really like this one area where you captured the feeling of when you're in the real throes of it, at least to me. Where it goes from the other side, she couldn't understand her child excavating her insides, trying to find the right bait to apologize. Sometimes it can feel that maybe you did something wrong, or maybe uh, you're trying to figure out where it went wrong. What did you do? What? How do you say sorry? How do you fix it? And there's not always an answer to how you fix it. Sometimes things just stagnate. And you're not sure where the relationship will go. And no matter how strong the bond was, sometimes it can break and fade. And that's not something to feel always guilty about. Sometimes people just drift. And Emma, I think, as I said, you your capture of this experience is really well put. So thank you for sharing. And thank you everyone uh, for listening and all those who were willing and brave uh, enough to share their work and letting me, just a stranger who's a voice on a podcast, read it out to all those who are listening. I always appreciate it. You guys are what makes this podcast possible. So to wrap up this episode, as always, if you would like to submit your own work, or maybe you have a friend or family member who writes a lot, whether you think their letters are inspirational or touch on important things, or they have great poetry or they're um, you know, great storytellers, or maybe they're just new starting out, or maybe you're just new starting out, just send your work my way. I would love to read it over, love to discuss it with you, and include it in a future episode. So to do so, it's really easy. You can follow me on Twitter and message me there, and that's Dead Letter Cast C A S T, and you just send me a DM uh, saying here's what your piece is. If it has a title, that's great, and it, how you'd like to be credited, or if you'd like to remain anonymous, because I know sometimes sharing a work can be really intimidating, and that's the reason this podcast was created. So if you'd like to be anonymous, not a problem at all to send your work in. You can also, if you go to my Twitter. You can also just email me your work as well. Or if you'd like to email me in general, it's deadletterradiopodcast at gmail.com. Send me an email uh, to send your work, and I'll check that and be able to get it that way too. I also have an Instagram, deadletterradio at Instagram. And I won't say it this time because I say it every podcast, but it exists. (laughs) And so that is a way to contact me and kind of uh, check out some things I want to try to work on to put up there as well. 
If you enjoyed this episode, um, please leave a review um, like uh, Apple iTunes or excuse me, yes, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. You can leave reviews um, on Spotify. You can follow the podcast too, which also helps. But leaving a review uh, really lets me know how the podcast is doing, what you really enjoyed about it. And I appreciate that feedback as always. Um, and along with that, if you really enjoyed a specific piece, you can look in the description of this episode, and that's where all the writer's info that they choose to share will be available. So, if you if they have an Instagram or Twitter they chose to share, you can reach out to them there. But if you see their name and maybe it's a Reddit or something else that you don't necessarily use, let me know if you enjoyed their piece specifically, and I'll go pass it along to them. And like in this case, too, you can check out, uh, let me see here, Emma's website um, for writing tips as well and ways to uh, grow your own writing and check out some of hers too through her website that will also be in the description so i think that's it i think we completed another episode of dead letter radio we made it to episode 18 i probably should start figuring out some big thing to do maybe at the 20th milestone maybe 25 i don't know <laughs> this is a fun adventure so far and i'm really enjoying it and uh i'm glad you guys uh, let me uh, be a part of your day. Let me read you some awesome work, and hopefully you guys, at the end of this, feel relaxed, maybe comforted, uh, or maybe put um, at ease or find some peace, knowing that in all of our unique experiences, we are also not alone. There's always someone out there who has gone through what you've gone through, or at the very least, is rooting for you, and I am rooting for all of you. So this is Taze with Dead Letter Radio, and I'm wishing you all safe travels.